1: Good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNs. We're going to focus on Murfreesboro this morning. Murfreesboro Mayor Shane McFarland is with us this morning. Shane, good morning to you. Morning, Bart. Good to see you. Good to have you with us. Beautiful day out today. It did, is. D- did you drive your car or did you run over?
2: I, I drove my, okay. <laughs> my car over.
1: It's like, such a pretty day. I know. I figured you'd be out jogging.
2: No. You know, I... I've, over the weekend got to be outside quite a bit so that was uh that was always good
1: yeah got beautiful
2: th- this weekend um you know Rod Key mm-hmm. is put together a 911 heroes run so that's going to happen Saturday morning so that's something also to be Uh, to be looking forward to. What a plus for the community. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And that's going to be in the downtown Murfreesboro area, right? Downtown
2: Murfreesboro, yep.
1: Starts at Civic Plaza, I believe. It
2: does. I'm excited. Yeah, going to be fun
1: over there. Uh, So if you are not signed up, you need to do that. Uh, That's exactly right. We've got information on our community calendar about that, so check it out. As we look around Murfreesboro, so many things going on, so much positive things uh, looks like uh, a lot of action happening at uh, the location of the old First Methodist Church.
2: Yeah, lots going on um, they're You know, starting with the the or finishing up the demolition part to be able to go ahead and start uh, start construction. So, you know, that that is one thing um, we are you know we are we're working on now is as we started that process you know, the whole goal was to be able to stay, save the sanctuary and the tower. And that's something that they're doing. So we're, I mean, it's a, it's moving along. It's, it's been a, a slow uh, go on getting the project, you know, moving forward, but I I know we're all excited to be able to, to get started.
1: One thing that uh, has been very obvious, and that is the fact that uh, you're looking at public input at the various stages of the progress of this project. And it has uh, changed the look many times on the architectural renderings from, from public input.
2: Yeah, you know, you think about this started six or seven years ago from the process of the city purchasing the property. And you think about all the things that we've gone through since then and really some of the things that we're, you know we're going through. One of the significant changes... And, you know initially there was going to be uh, an 80 room or 100 bed hotel room 80 i think it was 80 80 rooms 100 beds but then you know covid hit and everyone quit going to hotel and hotel rooms so that sort of changed that um financially from a standpoint that you know banks are very leery of loaning any money right now on Hospitality, and that's something that, that the project changed. So there's been, you know, there's been some uh, some ups and downs, but it's good to be able to see the architecture finally where it is. And then I think it also is, uh, you know, still um, still a positive for the downtown and the downtown community. I, I do think if you look with the bridge over Broad being built. Um, Lytle Street the roundabout the sewer improvements the road improvements the street skate improvements on on Lytle and all the things that we've done downtown you know at one point I think we had a quarter of a billion dollars of investment that was being done downtown and I think if you talk to most real estate professionals right now they'll tell you that the downtown market is one of the best markets in Murfreesboro and so it's exciting to see people migrating and want to live downtown and that is an exciting part of this project that it will bring more you know people downtown and there's a negative with that you know bart it does bring more traffic downtown but at the same time people living downtown continues to keep a vital portion you know with our downtown businesses which are all small businesses right i mean i can't think of one chain restaurant that's in downtown murfreesboro um so you know the more people we have that are that's living downtown the more people that you know will walk the more people i think we're one of the things i've challenged staff on after being in greenville south carolina um is i I would love to see more not only walking but the ability for people to use golf carts downtown You know where we have golf cart parking and of course street you know the street legal type golf carts but you know that 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 helps with a lot of things on on parking and and traffic when people can say hop on a golf cart and ride downtown to go eat or to do their grocery shopping as opposed to to taking their car so hopefully those are some of the things that we'll continue to work on
1: you know when uh, back in the dark ages when I was in college I used to look at those uh, second floors of the downtown businesses and think how cool that would be yeah. to live there. Uh, and and many of them had not been even done anything. I mean, they were empty yeah. rooms. And I think some of the space is still empty and has never been developed uh, some of the buildings a hundred or more years old yeah uh, any any thoughts about using that space
2: yeah i mean i think they're um, uh, some are using it yeah I, I mean you're starting to see different buildings that are are being renovated downtown um you know there has been some challenges that that the county made the decision to move the parole or the probation office back on the square so we've heard quite a few negatives about that on um on the parking that's around the square now um so you know positives and negatives all the way around but i think we're starting to see and what's important for our community is to continue to have a a very vibrant downtown sarah calendar and and their team at, at main street they're continuing to program and do things that that promote people coming uh coming downtown and and that's the cool thing about our downtown area is it really has turned into a destination where you know, my office is downtown, obviously your office is downtown, and you look at some of the successful small businesses like The Alley, Garage Bar, you look at what Melny, uh, or Judy Goldie and Melny Davenport have done with their business, with Puckett's, you know, all of these businesses that um, Wall Street, Jack Brown's, Marina's, you know, think about how long Marina's has been there, um, the, the more that we see development downtown, I think the better it is for for the uh, the community. Very definitely,
1: uh, yeah. Marinas, there's been a restaurant in that location for as long as I can remember.
2: Yeah, I'm, uh,
1: Don's Kitchen Corner before that. I met my that's wa- before yeah. your
2: time, I, I guess. <laughs> it, well, I met my wife at Puck. Well, it's not it wasn't Puckett's at the time, but I met my wife back when Jonathan's uh, on the Square was here. Oh yeah, so. yeah. I was okay, trying
1: to think what it was it when I was thinking surely it wasn't at the dime store. <laughs> no, it was Jonathan's so okay. that's
2: now that's I, the place
1: I, that had the rooster, right?
2: No, that was the blue rooster that blue was there. Rooster, okay. Yeah, Jonathan's you know, Jonathan's now on Medical Center Parkway, but that was a restaurant uh, at the time. Now if my you know, I don't think my kids are in school right now. But if they ask where Ashley and I met, we tell them we met at church. So oh, we need okay. to make sure. That that, yeah, it <laughs> definitely sounds better.
1: Now, was Jonathan's the one with the pianos?
2: No, that was uh, that was called maybe Rolie's, Rolly or I mean, it's been several different spots. Yeah, it's been, a lot of yeah, it's been you know Jonathan's. It's been that piano bar. It's been maybe Vibe. It's been the Blue Rooster. It's uh, it's been all kinds of things. And now you know Puckett's. The job they've done in there um, is is really great.
1: Food and music too.
2: Then you got the screen. Pal- yeah, you got the palace next door. You yeah, know, Randall. All, can't Randall. Beat that. Yeah, I I I don't have much hair to cut anymore, but I went to Randall for years to get my hair cut. So, and then what they do at Christmas with the trains with the trains. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the downtown. It's,
1: it's a super place, a yeah. great place filled with memories. Yeah,
2: City Cafe. You know, City yeah. Cafes changed ownership a few times but still still Still, trucking along
1: yeah still the great place that it always has been yeah filled with memories our phone number is 615-893-1450 615-893-1450 you can talk or text and as we said that my texting just went away for some reason i'm not sure what's going on there Uh, At any rate, 615-893-1450. If you have a question this morning dealing with the city of Murfreesboro, give us a shout. Murfreesboro Mayor Shane McFarland is with us this morning. We're going to pause for just a moment, and uh, we'll be right back to answer some of your questions this morning. Stay with us, won't you? Congratulations, you've retired. You might not be going into the office anymore, but you're finding that between the cleaning, the laundry, the lawn care, all of your home maintenance chores, you're still putting in a day's work every day. By moving to Adams Place Independent Living, the staff takes care of all that for you. Go to AdamsPlace.org to learn more or find us on Facebook, Adams Place. Schedule online
3: anytime. Getting an appointment with Ascension Care Teams at St. Thomas just got easier with online scheduling. Now you don't have to break away from your day to book the care you need when and where you need it. No matter where you are or what you're up to. Whether you're a new patient or if you've been here before. Just pick the appointment that works for you. Schedule online anytime at getsthealthcare.com.
1: Let's go to the phones this morning, 615-893-1450, and good morning, you're on WGNS with Mayor Shane McFarland.
4: Good morning, Bar, and good morning, uh, 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 Mayor. Morning. I have a question for you, Mayor, and this, this is kind of, it, it is a city, but it also is the police department. Um, I take care of a lot of funerals for uh, my church here and there, and I'm noticing a whole lot of uh, no participation in the escorting in the police department. And I realize I understand that's a police department question, but what has happened? Um, It is hard, especially Murph Pro Funeral Home, getting from there out through the city and everything. uh, It's quite a task, and people just don't respect uh, procession without an escort. Uh, Any ideas? Yes.
2: Yes. that that's a great question. That's a question that we've honestly have worked on for the last twenty years. Um, and I'll give you what the the honest answer is with that. Any time that we can, first, I think one of the one of the best things I hear from families and to the fine men and women of our Murfreesboro Police Department and our Sheriff's Department, when you see that police officer at the intersection, you know, with their their hand over their heart. And people, I still think in, in, in this town, people will pull over on the side of the road and show their respect for those that uh, have lost their life. But with that, um, any time that we can, as a city, help with a processional, we are going to do that. And that's, I mean, that's been a priority For years, it has been a discussion over the years about the safety of the police officers who do what they have to call. It's called a leapfrog, where you know they block an intersection, and then the person who's at the end of the intersection sort of leapflogs frogs around. That was one of the things that was especially dangerous whenever we had the the motorcycle uh, enforcement unit that we had. But um, what's happened now? You know, we're thirty nine police officers down. The council is working really hard to put a recruitment piece in place for our, our men and women uh, of our police department we you know gave a again this year gave a significant raise plus a stipend but what's happening is whenever there are other calls that they can't um, they can't participate in that that processional that's what what happens so you know the, the calls to the police officers come first and then when they can help with those processionals um, we will we will accommodate and do those so that's that's what the issue is right now and, and it's really just being able to keep up because typically you're going to end up having three or four units that will will handle those processionals and you know with Woodfunds and jennings and ayers and murfreesboro funeral home and uh several others nelson's and scales and a lot of the others that are there it's just hard to keep up with all that so we still have it as a commitment that we're going to try to do everything we can to help with those processionals, but, um, you know, if they get a, a call that they have to go attend to, that, that's where the issue comes in.
1: Our phone number six one five eight nine three fourteen fifty, 615-893-1450, and you're on WGNS with Mayor McFarland. Hello. Uh,
4: yes, I have a question. Out uh, and Blackman, where the new Toots is, they're building a project there, and I was wanting to know what they're building there. If Mayor McCarlin or Bart, if you know, uh, you can explain or tell. And also, uh, when are they supposed to put out the new Ryan's restaurant and the bank out in Blackman? And I ain't going to be with it. Thank you.
2: Uh, I'm sure our planning staff is listening, and they'll text me and let me know. I I remember what was being built there but it's escaped my mind at this point but sam or gary or some of you greg you guys who are listening if y'all don't mind texting me what that is that would be great and then okay. bart i think you wanted me to give you a covid update too yes if um uh, st thomas let me know this morning if, if y'all not had the chance to watch we did a covid briefing last monday that we had gordon ferguson who's the Chief Operating Officer of St. Thomas Rutherford, and then Dr. David Sellers was on there. Um, it, it was really informative because, you know, I think this COVID has become so politicized, whether it's the left or the right, and the one thing I enjoy about when we do these briefings, and I hope the listeners can, can listen to the sincerity and humility when I say this, that, I mean, they're not partisan. I mean, this is Gordon doesn't have a political bone in his body when it comes to uh, information in the medical community. And so, you know, Gordon came and shared and Dr. Sellers came to share. And, you know, right now we have 144 COVID patients in the hospital. And he said they're still running about uh, 95% of the people who are in the hospital right now are all unvaccinated. Uh, You know, and it's it's not my job to tell you all right. in order. I think it's the government's job to mandate um, what you have to do on a, on a vaccine. Um, I do think it's my job to give you the information so you can make an informed decision. And, I mean, those are the true numbers. Um, you know, 144 in the hospital right now, 95% who are vaccinated. One of the things that they did say that they 95%
1: unvaccinated.
2: Unvaccinated, yeah. And one of the things that they really saw that Dr. Sellers really pushed on us is that the people who he, they have seen coming in that are vaccinated have what they call breakthroughs that happen really quick if they do have to come to the hospital so and bart this is probably not it's 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 atypical from what i normally would say but um you know there's a lot of debate going on right now on you know parent choice and masks and all these things and um this is definitely not going to be a, a very political thing to say, but I watched the school board meeting last night, the Rutherford County School Board meeting, and quite honestly, I was ashamed um, at just the overall discussion. Um, you know, one of the things in our community that we've prided ourselves on that we can have vigorous debate on lots of issues, but we all res- remain respectful to one another. Whether you agree with what I have to say or I agree with what you have to say. And what I watched last night at the school board meeting was not reflective of our community. I mean, one kid who's getting up who maybe was 18, but I respect that that kid has enough enough conviction to be able to get in front of a governmental body and speak his mind. He was prepared whether you agree with him or you disagree with him. You should respect that we live in a country that he can do that and then there's a lady behind him he's talking about his his grandmother that passed away to COVID and there's a lady behind her behind him chomping her gum and laughing at him and that's just not our community it's not who we are that's not who Rutherford County is and you know if you're that individual I would you should be ashamed of yourself whether you agree with him or not people should respect each other enough that we can have debate and discourse and we do that as a city council. I mean, I don't always agree with what other council members say, and they don't agree with what I say. But at the end of our meeting, we get done. If we've had a, a, a differing opinions, I guarantee you, we look at each other. That we're in. Typically, we hug and we move on. And what I saw last night was was just ridiculous. Um, and so, you know, we all should be able to agree and disagree but listen to one another's opinions and that honestly that's what's happened I think nationally it's one of the things that has changed in politics that just because I sit down and I listen to you it doesn't mean I have to agree with you but I'm gonna have enough respect to be able to listen to someone's opinion and you know on both sides last night on the mass debate if if y'all were the Groups who were heckling other people as they were speaking or making fun of other people, then you should look in the mirror this morning and be ashamed that um, you're not um, you're not at least respectful enough to listen to what other people's opinions are.
1: Good morning. You're on WGNs with Mayor McFarland.
3: Uh, good morning. I I live in the county and uh, I have a granddaughter that we we took my son took her out of school. Uh, when COVID started, but I wanted to listen to that school board meeting last night, and I guess I'm the other side of the coin uh, from what the uh, mayor is saying. I I did think it was rude that someone heckled that young man, but I I didn't think it was a disrespectful meeting at all. I I thought everyone spoke. There was not a not anything like you know what happened in <laughs> Williamson County, and uh, they didn't make a decision of what to do. Sure. But um, I I thought it was a, a good meeting, and the young lady that had the gum—I mean, you know where the camera view was—she <laughs> was she was <laughs> in all the pictures, you know. But yes, ma'am. I, I I I enjoyed watching her. You know, she would have expression. Yeah. I didn't see when she when she did what you said. Yeah. But um, I, I thought it was a pretty good meeting, so I just wanted to call and give the other side. Sure. No, I <laughs> thank I, you.
2: I, I appreciate you calling. I, you know, the the thing that I've Scene that's probably changed a little bit and and again i respect what you're you're saying i probably saw a different a different part where you know they were yelling at one another and especially with the young man who got up and speak i what i was just saying and what i'm i'm teaching my kids um you can respect other people's opinion you can you can as much as you disagree with someone else i think there's a right way and a wrong way to do it and that's what i'm trying to teach my kids is you know you can be respectful on how you do that
1: you know it's a shame in in looking at this and i've noticed this all throughout several decades now there's no middle ground no i mean it's either far left or far right and and there's no meeting in the middle which is where our strength
2: has always been well it's not just that i think that's that's important but you know we, we've been going through an issue at um, at the airport and you know I had a guy that text me on a Saturday that's a young man that you know my guess is he's probably 20 and you know some of the things that he put in the text say hey, you're a spineless coward you know you're in and, and the part that I'm I'm you know I was responding back to him and I just was like hey I don't think you have all the information you know uh, but if you if you want to get the information you know, I said, hey, we'll set up a meeting at the airport terminal and let you sit down and, and listen. No response. And so I think the issue that we, we have, and this is, I think, what the caller was saying, too. Um, you know, it's our job to educate ourselves on these things. But at the same time, I mean, we, the, the great thing about the country we live in is that, you know, we, we can have differing opinions, but I still believe that there's probably way more things that we all agree with than what we disagree with. So, you know, I think we major on the major and we minor on the minors. There's things morally that I just, in my DNA, I can't compromise on. But that doesn't mean that if you think different than that, that that's, that's your opinion. And at the end of the day, we all... We'll have, have to answer for, for our beliefs, and that's not my choice with with your, your opinions. But the, the good thing is in Murfreesboro, picking up trash, you know, providing paving streets, providing services, it's not a, a red or a blue issue. It's it's a service issue, and it's one of the things I'm proud of with our city council is, you know, when you call and you have an issue or a pothole, we don't say, hey, are you a Republican or a Democrat or a Libertarian? We say, where's your pothole? Let's go fix it. Good
1: morning. You're on WGNs with Mayor McFarland. Hello there.
4: Hi. Is it is it me? I'm it sorry.
1: is. It is you. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: I wanna I wanna change course a little bit. If that's all right, politics are you know a, a subject I follow, and they, it's just about beating me to death. So <laughs> I just, that's two of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to talk about, I just want to brag on Murfreesboro since the subject is Murfreesboro this morning. I've, I've never heard your show before. I just got out one of my antique AM radios and tried to find a station on it, and ran across you. So cool. It's pretty, it's pretty much fate that we got together. But um, <laughs> I'm, We moved here in 1992 from Texas. Uh, we moved to Nashville for the music business. My now ex-wife uh, was... Uh, intent on becoming a star and she's done well but i won't go down that road right now i just want to talk about uh lived in nashville until about a year and a half ago and uh moved to uh went through the divorce and working my butt off trying to make a living there and everything all this time and just moved to murfreesboro and i I can't tell you how much i love it here compared to nashville um i hope the people in murfreesboro that haven't had the opportunity if you want to call it that to see the difference uh, I, I was born and raised in a small town in texas and uh, the nearest town to the big town was abilene and uh, my hometown was albany which is i've always said if um, uh rockwell the painter rockwell ever came across albany he would move there because it's that kind of town and i find that kind of charm here in uh murfreesboro and it's it's such a good, we always had to drive to Abilene for the big town stuff and go, you know, shopping for things that we didn't have in our little small town. So it's Murfreesboro is such a unique combination of a town, big enough to have everything you need, but still small enough to have that charm. And uh, I'm just getting choked up talking about it. What's the matter with
1: me? you love the place, and it, it is, and we all I
4: I do. I really do yeah. it's, uh, I Man. can I can go eat at a, one of the restaurants on the square and just sit there and stare at that we've got a great courthouse in my hometown it's built in eighteen eighty three and it's got a lot of history with Jesse James I mean a bunch of outlaws and stuff you know had actually had court there <laughs> and so it's um, it's it's just some I think, an amazing place. You were talking about the feel of the downtown and how they're trying to get it running, you know, and everything. And it's it's doing great, in my opinion. I love to go down there. But anyway, that's uh, that's the gist of it. That's what I wanted to call and Just tell everybody that, that lives here to really appreciate what you got, because it's awesome.
1: Man,
2: we appreciate you.
1: Glad you <laughs> moved here, by the way. I'm sorry you had to move here the way you did, but we're happy you're here. <laughs>
4: Well, I I really I'm really am enjoying. It. I'm recently retired and uh, got a little apartment all to myself, and that's just all I can do to keep them. I have to sit on my hands to keep them waving at everybody. Well, so,
1: <laughs> you you belong here. Yeah,
4: I think I do. I but anyway, I appreciate you, your station and giving people a chance to air their opinions.
2: Thanks, buddy. Thanks. A and Bart, I uh, found out is. We need to start calling him. Sam on the spot. Sam texted me and said, Andy's Custard is going next oh, to cool. um, Toots West. That'll be their second location. Then. Yep. And as the dad of a now nine year old, we frequent Andy's Custard quite a bit.
1: Right so. now, over at SportsCon, beside SportsCon. Yep. Good morning. You're on WGNS with our mayor.
0: Well, good morning, Mayor.
1: Casey, you what's know. happening?
0: Because you give me a job of being your know, assistant. I'm good at sweeping
2: floors and stuff like that. <laughs> Casey, you, you can play the guitar, too. K- Casey, you me tell you something pretty funny. No, as, as mayor of Murfreesboro, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't have an assistant. So <laughs> I, I keep my own schedule. I mean, you know, we've got some great people in the office. But, yeah, it's, it's not a very glamorous position there, Casey. Let,
0: let me tell you what I got a problem you know I wouldn't have a problem with Mumsberg.
2: No, no problem here.
1: Here
0: here we go. Let me tell you, beautiful Uptown, as you know, last General mentioned Uptown, let me tell you all something. We got, it's called a parking space where y'all paint those little long things where you pull in and park.
1: Are you saying we have too many of them, right?
0: No, well, (laughs) (laughs) we're getting too big for our bridges. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) check this out when you go uptown our beautiful uptown man uh, last time i was uptown, town i got a guitar fixed i i stuck the guitar out behind the truck cause the, y- y- you're all going to angle those parking spaces a little bit more cause the trucks is too big for the parking spaces because bagging out is very dangerous yeah. anybody out there hear me
2: yeah, no, you're. I, I bet I know the. I bet I know the guitar shop you were going to. Uh, and, Don't and talk about my place. I know I'm not. I, I. That's where I buy my guitar strings and my picks oh. and things. So, um, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's those are uptown. Yeah, those are those are nine foot wide parking spots, and I want to say that they're sixteen feet in depth. Ooh. That's it's a rough number, but you know now the trucks are twenty feet. You yes, know, sir. Uh, so. That yeah, that's a, It's not 16 feet. They're they're 10 feet, and trucks are now are now 14 to 16 feet. So yes, sir. Yeah, I, I, that's a good question, Casey. It, the problem downtown, and we deal with this quite a bit. You know, we uh. went through with a parking study. There's just no space downtown, right? So there's there's not really a good way to eliminate parking spots or really make them longer because we can't make the streets wider downtown so <laughs> it's, it's it's casey you know what they i said this the other day you know what they say that in southern uh-huh. terms that's trying to fit 10 pounds of flour in a five pound sack so
0: <laughs> last time i was up there i stuck the guitar out behind uh, behind you know the trucks are so tall and i'm, I, I'm not because i wish i had a beautiful truck or they're wonderful they're sharp but I stuck the guitar out behind the truck. I was I bet somebody said, the guitar flying in the air. I just stuck the guitar out. Somebody may have seen the guitar because you couldn't see me. But I'm telling you, <laughs> I, <laughs> I said, "How can I get across the street?"
2: Oh man, always good to talk to you, Casey. You yes, take sir. care. A, see have you, Have buddy. a good day, gentlemen. <laughs> Bye-bye.
1: We'll be right back. Stay with us if you're on the line. Hold on. You're coming up next.
0: We're News Radio, WGNS, 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at
4: WGNSradio.com. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. During these hot summer days, Nothing tastes better than a cold, refreshing salad. Demas' Restaurants offer a chicken salad that is served within a pineapple with a bed of lettuce beside of it that is crispy with our homemade dressings. It is a treat for those hot days just to be cool and refreshing. We encourage you to come and try Demas' Restaurant at 1115 Northwest Broad Street. at Demas' Restaurants.
1: from Animal City. We are here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee and our family would love to help your family take care of your pets. If the heat and humidity has you spending lots of time indoors these days, we have all of the things you need to relax at home with a calming aquarium. Here at Animal City we have both saltwater and freshwater fish and an experienced staff that can help you take great care of either. Animal City is at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro.
4: Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system,
1: reducing microorganisms including bacteria, viruses, and allergens. Call Precision Air, 615-930-0088. That's 615-930-0088. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee.
2: A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster
4: strikes. After disaster strikes.
3: Fire, water, or storm damage, we can help you get your life back to normal
1: quickly. Restoration1 Middle Tennessee.com.
3: Locally and veteran-owned.
1: Old friends, new name, Better Together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender.
0: From the tallest tower in the city limits of Murfreesboro to every radio in the land, WGNS AM FM is everywhere you need us to be.
1: Hey, we're back again having a party this morning, always enjoying you right here in the heart of Tennessee, known as Murfreesboro. Our number is 615 893 1450. Yeah, WGNS has been with you since 1947. Bet you don't remember that. I don't. <laughs> were you here in 1947? I was here in 1947. I was a kid, though. I mean, a baby, right? <laughs> a lot of people have asked me, did you work here? then? <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't work. Uh, <laughs> Let's take another call. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you today?
4: I'm doing fine. Um, <laughs> this is the guy from Texas that just just blew your ears off a little while ago. I, I forgot Welcome to talk back. about the main the main reason I called. And I'll be brief because I know I've already been on, but uh I wanted to ask the mayor if he had any information about a certain restaurant that Texans crave and have been looking forward to for a long time that's supposed to move here um, called Whataburger. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. Whataburger, um, yeah, they are moving on to Old Fort Parkway. Uh, They're going where the, uh, what used to be Old Chicago Pizza. Before that, that, it was... um, oh gosh it was a, a mexican restaurant
1: hmm, i don't even uh, remember that
2: yeah we used to go there all the time uh, i can't remember what the name of it was but anyway yeah it's uh it should be open i think their goal is to open in the spring so it's
1: now are they going to tear down the old chicago building? yeah i think they're because te- it didn't look like no nah, they yeah hurt.
2: they're tearing it down and and uh having to redo all the traffic and all that that, that goes through there so i've got a buddy from from greenville south carolina that um, is like a, a, a Whataburger guy. You yeah. know, he's the guy that wears the Whataburger hat around, and uh, he's all excited about it coming to Murfreesboro.
1: Okay, so you've well, had a one.
2: So today, uh, t- tell me your name. Uh, David. David, so today the announcement's on wg that we've got Andy's Custard coming and Whataburger. So, I mean, you <laughs> I know. know,
1: this is a big I, time. I yeah,
2: I mean, now we need to talk <laughs> about what healthy places that are coming into town, right? So, <laughs>
4: Ain't much much healthier than a water burger because it just makes you feel good to eat one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the only other thing now, now that we got to figure out is how to get an In-N-Out burger, right? What is that? Uh, we don't we don't need that. That's from, it's a California place. Oh, I've never okay. had one. I just have always heard In-N-Out burgers and water burgers yeah. are the two best you can get.
4: I, I don't think we need any more California anything. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to say things. Uh, like
2: that. that's, <laughs> man. Thank you for no, calling. No, but
4: I've got. I've got that it's 1835 Old Fort Parkway for you people that are waiting breathlessly like I am. Yeah,
1: so. that's, <laughs> that's coming.
4: All right, well, I just wanted to verify that with you and see uh, see if I had the right information. That's good to hear.
1: Thanks for calling. You have a good day. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. 615-893-1450 is our number, 615-893-1450. Um, let's see. This... I believe is a news announcement. Uh, Okay, okay, I'll I'll go back to that in a second. Uh, We do have an announcement here that uh, a gas odor has been detected at Rockvale High School. Students have been escorted to the football field. Uh, We will have uh, all of that information on our website as soon as we get it, wgnsradio.com. Good morning. You're on WGNS with the mayor. How are you today?
0: Uh good morning. We need a we, we need one of those Winnie Snitchers. They got one in California. And you're about something good. It's good. And we need a poor local restaurant. That uh, chicken is good, too. They marinate it and something, put it on a grill. I wish we had something like
2: that. Okay. Well, you know, I think, Bart, we are... Thank you, caller. We are good that um, you know, at our house, we have sort of a rating of hamburgers in town, and of course, Buster's is is a staple. Uh, Jack Brown's great uh, place on the square that has just killer hamburgers. So, if, if you want to find a hamburger in town, it's not hard to find a find a good one no. around here. And I tell you, Toots, to- toots I was, was going to say, no, Toots, you cannot beat their hamburgers.
1: They are juicy and they uh, are big. Yeah. Oh boy. Good morning, you're on WGNS with Mayor McFarland.
3: Good morning. Hi. Um, I want to thank him for his help with the noise at the airport. We actually got to open our windows this morning for a little bit while we were having coffee. And I wanted to ask, we are, we are noticing now that school has taken up with Providence in their sports. Is there any way to have them lower their PA system when their sporting events are going on.
2: Yeah, I, you know, I, that, that's something I definitely can, can relay back to staff. I do know Providence has a, um, a plan that's going through the Planning Commission right now where they are – purchasing property behind Calvary Baptist Church. So instead of instead of there being, you know, 85 homes built back there, they're looking at building an athletic complex that would have athletic comp- complex is probably a bigger word, but they're talking about putting a soccer field, a football field, a softball field, and a baseball field back there. So that would take that away from that area and put it across the street with the with the growth they're experiencing. But I'll I'll definitely relay that back to yeah. To well, I
3: mean, we put in triple pane windows all through the house, and I mean, the the volume is such we're still hearing it.
2: Yeah, my guess is right now you've got women's, you know, right in the in the fall you've got um, women's soccer, and then you've got football that's going on. So typically, football is going to be on, you know, Friday nights, and soccer's soccer soccer's going to be one time a week. But I'll I'll definitely relay that back. Well, oh, I'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, ma'am.
1: Thanks for calling. Let's take another call. You're on WGNS with our mayor. Hi. Good morning. Are you there? Hello? Yes. Did you have a question?
3: Hi. Uh yeah. Sorry, I didn't realize that it was me. Um, what is happening uh, with the state farm building? Uh, is that going to be sold to the county? Or uh, what? what is the future of that? Is it known as of yet? And also... Uh,
2: thank you for being on the air with us, Mayor. Oh, thank you. I, you know, I'm not sure. I know the county commission voted to use some of the COVID funds um, that they received to to purchase the state farm building. I think it's 400,000 square feet. Um, so I'm not sure. I think they are proceeding along with that. So I'm not sure what that uh, overall overall plan is. The city of Murfreesboro, we... we were designated to receive 21.4 million dollars um um for COVID, in in the council we've decided right now that we're going to hold off on taking that money until everything is completely nailed down on what the restrictions and guidelines are and then you know we're what we talked about and some of the things that that we have worked on is we we gave a a $2,500 stipend to or bonus to public safety providers and anyone who worked during COVID. I mean, we all felt like that's really what those funds were for, were the people who were on the front line picking up trash. I mean, our trash um, production almost doubled during COVID with everyone at home. And then also our police officers, our firefighters who were Responding to all the calls, you know, they didn't get the opportunity to be on lockdown and stay and work from home and they don't have that ability. So we felt like we needed to to reward them. Um, so and we're looking at at putting something into place to talk about how we help small businesses who've been affected. Um, so we're still on a wait and see on, on how we we use our our money.
1: We also have a question here about uh, that TV channel that you mentioned, the county uh, school board meeting uh, last night the special called meeting they wondered what channel that was on i'm guessing yeah. that was the was county's cable yeah channel? i watched
2: it on youtube uh oh, okay. so uh rutherford county government has a 19 a, a, a youtube channel
1: okay and
2: and you can click on it and watch it on there
1: okay so check youtube just you know barton uh, I, don't,
2: on I don't say that to criticize from last night the only thing i think we all, everyone, police officers, firefighters, elected officials. I mean, we've had to make decisions during this pandemic that, I mean, there is no right or wrong decision. I mean, you you make one decision, you're going to make half the people mad. You make another decision, the other half are going to be mad. So typically, we've made everybody mad during the pandemic on some of the decisions we've had to make. But all that I'm saying is two words that come to mind with me is mercy and grace. And we need to remember that when we're going through this process and that we need at the first instance, we need to make sure that we respect others as we're as we're uh, we're having this dialogue.
1: Our phone number, 615-893-1450. And we're talking this morning about Murfreesboro, focusing on the city that we all love. 615 893 1450 a uh, person is uh, asking about uh, anything new with the landfill issues
2: no we're still working through you know what what our options are um uh, you know we all feel like a 98 96 expansion is is not something we're working through but you know really what we're, we're working through behind the scenes i think that's it's probably more important is what option b is and what our next step is. Um, you know, the county's been working on that, but you know, Murfreesboro is the only municipality in, in Rutherford County that picks up trash. We pick up almost, it's up to 47,000 cans weekly, is what we pick up. And I would submit that out of any service that the city provides, the residents in Murfreesboro deal with our solid waste service every single week. I mean, that's a governmental service that we provide that everybody gets every week that has a home in murfreesboro um so we're working on what those next steps are whether it's you know we we spent money to study with waste away to see what that next step is we have a another company that's working with metro nashville right now that you know we're we're working through so you know ultimately we've got to find out what's best for the residents of murfreesboro and find out what You know what that next step is and that's what we're we're committing to i I mean i think it's easy for all of us to agree that with the issues and i think they're significant that are happening out at the landfill that none of those are acceptable but you know instead of griping and fussing about what the problem is we've also got to be thinking about what that next solution is and that's something I know Darren Gore and his team are working really hard to find something that they can bring back to the council to to tell us, hey, here's what our you know here's what our next step is, and ultimately, we've got to find out what the numbers are. Um, it's easy to talk about proposals and hey, this looks good, but I mean you, you've really got to get into the details to to be able to do that.
1: Here's a text from a listener says they've noticed that there are city annex signs by the guardrail on Jefferson Pike by Roanoke Drive. What will that be, and will we soon be a city full of septic tanks?
2: Oh, no. I mean, I think what that's talking about, that on Roanoke Drive out Jefferson Pike, that was uh, the Walter Hill Park annexation where we, we annexed Walter Hill Park. One of the main reasons that we annexed Walter Hill Park was, we have our Greenway out there. We provide uh, police and fire service out there and we're getting ready to spend a significant amount of taxpayer dollars on upgrading the parking lot in that area. And then also, you know, it, th- there there is a, that being a city owned piece of property next to the landfill, I think there were some benefits to annexing that piece of property into the city as well.
1: Okay, so uh, the property right across the river is city
2: owned that's well yeah that we took that over from the county you know the county doesn't really have a large parks and recreation system and we just celebrated our 25 year anniversary of our greenway system and we all the council members had gotten several complaints on how bad that parking lot was and we're you know we want to fix that
1: on that note we say thank you to murfreesboro mayor shane mcfarland for joining us thank this you bar great talking to you have a great day Stay with us. Truman is next, right here on your good neighbor station, WGNS.